What's up man, Patrick James here, and real quickly, I wanted to introduce the video that you're about to watch. So first things first, you're gonna notice that this video is a little bit longer than most of the videos I tend to post on YouTube. The reason for that is because I'm gonna give you an inside look to a seminar I held here in Arizona where nine guys came from all over the nation and one guy even came from China just to be here where I taught about the concept of pre-selection and creating that for yourself. Now, if you don't know what pre-selection is, it's basically the concept that if other women see that that other girls that are not her are like you, trust you, and want to be around you, and are even attracted to you, then she's also going to conclude her attraction for you, whether or not you've talked to her, uh, bantered with her, or done anything else that we talk about on this channel, right? So that's the cool part, is if you have pre-selection working for you, then you don't necessarily have to have the best game in the world to have women want you, chase you, and even work for you in your own life. And the cool part is, it's very easy to create the perception that you have pre-selection working for you. So in this video, in this clip, you're gonna get three immediately actionable steps that you can take in your own life today to give women the, the, the perception that you have pre-selection in your own life, if that makes sense. So before I play the clip here, I wanna make this known that if you like this clip and if you like if you've seen other clips from this seminar if you want the full footage i'm actually giving away for free as a bonus to all the guys who pick up my book 107 proven ways to get the girl now this book right here is free all you got to do is pay shipping and handling and i ship the book to you but as a bonus for claiming your copy i give you the full footage of this seminar you're about to watch the full footage for free and that's instant access that you'll have so if you like this clip Go over to howtogetthegirlnow.com, claim your copy, and then you'll get the full footage for free. So that said, enjoy this clip, take notes, and roll the clip. People are starving for direction, right? Crowd mentality, herd mentality, they don't know where to go, so they try to take cues from everybody else on what they should be doing, where they should go. A lot of this stuff is going to create that with the women. It's going to actively like get her interested in you or make it look like she's interested in you or make you look like you know everybody in the room so that other people will want to get to know you and go, who's that guy, all right? Uh, another thing is people ascertain, you know, the same, different way of saying it, people ascertain what the correct behavior is to do based on other people, all right? So there's three things that you need to know before I teach you these. These are the three killers of pre-selection. Um, we've already talked about a few of them. First one is outright bragging that you are pre-selected. Outright bragging, oh yeah, I hook up with strippers, I hook up with models, I hook up with Instagram models and stuff. Now, me as a dating coach, sometimes I have to do that to ingrain authority in you guys so that you guys will actually believe what I say. Um, but if you're doing that with a girl, like, oh, I get girls all the time, like, you're nothing, like, I hook up with girls like you for breakfast, like, it's not gonna work, okay? If you outright brag it, it's a lot less effective. I mean, it, it probably will work in some cases, but most of the time it won't. A lot less effective if you have to logically tell her and sell yourself versus letting her conclude it on her own, all right? So that's the first one. Second one is bragging about or flaunting your money. Uh, I know a guy here who's gone out with me a few times in Scottsdale because um, he wants to learn dating advice, but he, at one point in his career, was making a million dollars a day. This guy is 50 plus years old, probably 54 years old. Um, he's the most fit person I know. He's jacked, he's ripped, and he also has way better style than anybody I know. And he also was making a million dollars a day at one point in his career, right? Everything is going in this guy's favor. But I went out with him and I actually knew a girl at the bar and she came up and said hi to us because I was with him. And 
First thing he starts talking to her about is like, hi, my name is, I'm not gonna say his name. Um, I'll pay, he, this is what he said, I'll pay you $2,000 a month to move into my spare bedroom. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. What was her reaction? Uh, she, she's a really cool girl, so she was like, well, I'm not gonna blow you. <laughs> um, so she just kind of went with it, but uh, yeah, so it, <laughs> that too. Um, so yeah, like bragging about money or like picking a girl up in your Lamborghini, like it's, it's too try hard at that point. And it's way better to let her conclude that you have money than it is for you to outright tell her. All right. So that's another thing that's going to kill your pre-selection. And the last one is leeching of value, right? So if you use other people as a tool or a means to an end, it's going to, it's going to seem contrived. Everything you do is going to, see, to seem contrived and manipulative, and it's going to work against you because people can sense that. It, come, that. it comes back to the congruence thing. Is what you're saying and doing actually the way you feel, or is it a means to an end, all right? Those are the three killers of pre-selection. Now let's get into the flashy shit. Um, so bragging about pre-selection like other girls like me, bragging about money and success, uh, leeching of value. Uh, so like if you go up to a group of people and you want to go up to that group of people just so other pe people can see you being around a group of people, like they're going to feel that and they're going to like shun you out pretty quick. Um, so the first one, I guess is not that flashy, but it's actually building up your social circle, right? I want to start with that because if you don't have friends, you should get friends. It's, it's pretty simple. If you don't have anybody to go out with, find someone to go out with, right? Um, and here's the thing, and this is actually what a lot of uh, my call with Dylan was last week was like talking about like, okay, well, how do I build up my social circle? Who should I add to my social circle? Um, and here's, here's going back to the original concept of like uh, marketing versus sales. The whole concept of marketing is I'm going to take my flag that other people will be attracted to and I'm gonna plant it, plant it in the middle of where I know everybody I want is. So if I wanna attract a hot girl who's fit and likes going clubbing, I'm going to take myself and plant myself in the middle of a, a Scottsdale nightclub, right? But if I want a hard rocker girl, I'm not gonna plant my flag in the Scottsdale nightclub, you know? So, um, going back to like social circles, you gotta meet them where they're at, right? So Dylan's thing was like, is he, do you mind if I like use your name? Okay, yeah. Uh, so Dylan's thing was like, he didn't, he almost like felt like he had to meet these people out at the club. Like you don't have to meet someone out at the club to be like, have your social circle at the club. He actually meets a lot of people at the gym that he goes to and works out with, right? You can develop those friendships where they're at, where those friendships would naturally develop. So whether it's at work, whether it's at the gym, whether it's in, you keep seeing this guy at Starbucks when you guys get your morning coffee in the morning, like wherever you meet him normally, you can develop that relationship, that friendship there. And another misconception is you don't always have to invite these people all at the same time to one social circle event, right? You guys, like you guys arrive together. This is like an event that you guys are doing as friends to bond, right? But this, I'm assuming this isn't your entire social circle. You guys have friends outside of this. So like I can hang out with one buddy or two buddies doing like dinner or going to a movie or going to a 
uh, a personal development seminar, right? But just know that I have this friend, this friend, this friend, this friend, and maybe they don't all know each other right now, but it doesn't mean I don't have a social circle, you know? I have a social circle, and then the goal is to eventually get some of these people together to one of those events. So maybe if I wanna grab dinner with Robert, I can be like, yo, Robert, I actually, there's this guy who I really want to introduce you to. His name is Dylan, he's a fucking dope guy, and he actually knows how to meal prep, and I know you've been trying to eat healthy lately, so um, I'm gonna invite him to dinner, too. cool, too. Right, exactly, and that's that's how you would do that. Is you introduce other people to each other under the guise of like, you know, we're all going to dinner, and but it doesn't have to be like that. You can make these friendships outside of that social circle event. Start small, right? If you don't have a huge social circle right now, and your goal is to have a huge social circle that feeds you women, and you never have to cold approach another girl again, that's a big goal. So it's, it's going to take some time, right? There's a reason not everybody has it, is because it's not that easy. Um, most people, they, they have social circles by default, right? So a lot of times your social circle will be the people you work with or the people who are at your gym and that's just it, right? And a lot of people don't like to venture out because we all still have this tribal mentality. But you guys are here, everything we've been going over is like the skills that you need to be able to venture out and get those other friends, to approach other people and win other people over and get them to like you. That's all gonna help, but you don't need to have this massive social circle right off the bat. It's gonna take some time. So build it up slowly over time. And here's the thing, when you meet someone new and if you feel like they're cool, if you feel like you vibe with them, but you're not necessarily sold on them yet, slowly indoctrinate them into your social circle, right? It's like dating. Are you gonna bring a girl who you've been on one date with in to meet your family? No, you're gonna slowly let that happen over time, right? So if I meet a guy at the gym and our only friendship is at the gym, I'm not gonna be like, yo, come over, hang out with me and all my friends, we're going to this dope concert, right? Because that's a big jump, right? That's like saying, you're awesome, we just had this awesome first date, I wanna introduce you to my family, right? <laughs> it's not gonna work like that. You gotta slowly indoctrinate them. So with regards to building up the social circle stuff, are you saying never go to a nightclub by yourself? No, and we'll get to that. You can go to a club by yourself. I do it all the time. And I actually do have a few methods in here uh, that's gonna help you with that. But anyways, um, what was I saying before that question? You're talking about slowly indoctrinating people yeah, to yeah. your group of friends and you're not gonna invite somebody to meet your mom. Exactly, dance. exactly. So I would say baby step it. So like, you know, if you, if, if you have a friend at the gym Rather than inviting him to a big dinner that you're doing with all your good friends, your close friends, go like just take it one step out of the gym. It's like pulling a girl home from the club. You're not gonna go straight from the club to your home. It can happen, but a lot of times it's gonna go from club to the next club, to the car, <laughs> or to the, the food place, you know, whatever it may be. There's steps in between, all right? So baby step it, and then eventually, like, once you're sold on them, once you think, okay, this person's actually really cool, let's indoctrinate him in to, the, to the main circle, all right? So that's kind of how social circle dynamics works on a very basic level. Um, so here's a couple action steps I want you to take from this, is I want you to pick up two books, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and Never Eat Alone, all right? And then start planning out activities that you want to do, all right, doing you, each week. So for me, this week my main activity 
believe it or not, was not necessarily this, necessarily this seminar. I love doing this seminar, but my, I want to see that May, McGregor Mayweather fight. Like yeah. I've been looking forward to that all week, dude. Oh, yeah. So obviously I invited you guys out to that. That's like one thing that I'm looking forward to and inviting other people along the way. All right. And you can do the same thing in your life. Just plan out those things at the end of the week or in the middle of the week that you're looking forward to. And you can invite people along the way as you slowly indoctrinate people into your social circle. So next one, this is a quick one, but it's, it's one of those, I'll tell you the story of how it, how I had this epiphany of why this is so powerful. So when I first moved to Scottsdale, I was going out to nightclubs pretty much every night because every, there's so many nightclubs there and bars that um, a different one is popping on, like it has its own night. So cake, I think is like, uh, I don't know, Sunday or Wednesday or something like that. It was a weird night that I was out, but I was out and a promoter, I was actually with a bunch of girls and stuff, and this promoter invited us to come drink at his table. So me knowing like social circle dynamics, the dynamics of like the status levels in the club, I knew this promoter probably knows a lot of girls, probably has a lot of social status in this environment. I wanna get to know him. So uh, I actually went up to him, he was standing at the bar, after he let us come to his table and I was like trying to start a conversation with him, get to know him. And I could tell he didn't really give a shit about me. He probably has a lot of guys approaching him. So what he did was he said, Hey, let me introduce you to Caitlin. Caitlin here, meet Patrick. I just met him. Right. And he literally just introduced me to this girl. Right. So when someone does that, he introduces person A to person B, regardless of how well this guy knows them. The only thing they have in common now is person C. Right. And so what happens is right there, you just created your own little like seed in your garden of pre-selection in that club. club. Right, exactly. You're creating your own fan club within the club, right? So oftentimes what I'll do, especially early on, if I'm like not in a social mood yet and I'm trying to get in a social mood, I'll just take my friend and introduce him to a girl, right? This is like the classic from How I Met Your Mother. Have you met Ted? Right? Have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, Barney Stinson. He doesn't even talk to the girl. He just goes, have you met Ted? Boom. Now Barney gets the social the, the status in the environment and Ted as a girl he's talking to now. So now he likes you because you introduce him to a girl and the girl likes you because you're socially proofed and you know other people. All right, so it's one of those, one of those little hacks in social dynamics that I use all the time. Now it's even better if those people are relevant to each other from our example, if you're trying to eat healthy and he's a meal prepper and I introduce you guys to each other and I consciously do it, now you guys have value to each other, which makes my value to both of you even higher than if you had no, no relevance to each other. Side note, if you do want to learn how to meal prep, I have an online program I can sell you. <laughs> like chocolate and ice cream? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, yep. Plus, there's this whole aisle in Walmart and the girls in the frozen section to meal prep. All right, so the third one is trade in your wingman for a wing woman. Yeah. So this is literally like the epitome of like being friends with a girl that you're not sleeping with and going out with him. I'll tell you what, I've, especially when I had roommates, I was going out with guys a lot like me and a group of guys is like a wolf pack just preying on these women in the club. Um, <laughs> but before that, like I had a, especially when I was in dental school, like I had cultivated a social circle of me and like three girls. 
and I would go to Vegas with him, I would go to Scottsdale with him, I would go to dinner with him, and I wasn't having sex with any of these girls. They were just three of my closest friends who happened to have vaginas, all right? And uh, I will tell you what, I got laid with more consistency, with less effort, when I was going out with those girls than when I was with these guys who are great pickup artists, all right? And it wasn't the fact that they had more game than my wingmen, it was the fact that they were women. And other women see, this guy's socially proofed, he has girls surrounded by him, and who knows if he's hooking up with them, but they like him and they wanna be around him. So maybe I should be around him, all right? It was very easy, like literally, if I had approached a girl, and even if I wasn't actually standing next to these girls, but they were just in the same club, if I approached a girl and I could, and you can feel free to steal this line. Um, so one of these girls who I was with, she was really, she actually did have good lady game. Like she wasn't, if you saw her in the, in the crowd or in the club, you wouldn't go, I want that girl. But every guy she talked to, she was making out with. And it was like, I guarantee you, it was not the guy's game. It was her having good lady game, right? So every time I go out with these girls, I'd, be, I'd approach a girl and this girl, like it's typical, I'm climbing out of the, out of the, the hole until I'm pre-selected. So if I could tell this girl had her walls up, I'd be like, oh my God, look over there. My little sister's embarrassing me, don't look. And then now they're looking at the girl who I came with and she's not even my little sister. Clearly she's not my little sister, but I'm pointing out this girl, she's making out with this guy or flirting with this guy. And I'm like, I can't take her anywhere. Like this is why we can't have nice things. And now I'm teasing my little sister and all this girl is doing is seeing this girl and hearing me talk about this girl and her attraction for me is going up through the roof. And it was very easy. Because you're pointing out what's happening to your... With a girl that I came with, who I was here with. Okay. Yeah. And just, I was just, all I was doing was pointing out pre-selection under like the, the playfulness of like, oh my God, I can't take my little sister everywhere. She always embarrasses me. Look, she's making out with that guy over there. Oh my God, should I go break it up? Like, and now we're talking about that and I'm bringing it back to me and her. That would, that's, that's another thing. I actually didn't write that in here, but I, there's a couple other tricks that I, I like that involve that. You can do that. So it doesn't even have to be a girl that you came with. It can be, but if you like, she's not going to be like, you didn't come with that girl. So like, yeah, to answer your question, you can do that. Another thing that I heard somewhere, I think my roommate, my old roommate told me about this. Um, is literally if you're like talking to a girl in the club and <laughs> you're like talking to a girl, so you can tell she's attracted to you, but you see another girl like across the room who you like better, like as you're talking to this girl, make eye contact with the girl you want and then you literally like just go, help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so now you're pre-selecting yourself because over there you're saying this girl likes me and I don't want to talk to her and she's way too into me. And now like it's a warm approach if you go up to her and likely she's gonna come over and like try to steal you away. So it's just, it's genius. All right, so I guess to be able to do that, you have to know how to become friends with girls, which is like counterintuitive. A lot of you guys are trying to get out of the friend zone and now I'm telling you to friend zone girls. So let me tell you how to friend zone yourself in a proper way to where you're doing it by choice strategically to build up your social value, all right? And so I, I don't think the hotness of the girl really matters as much as the fact that it's just a girl. Um, but obviously if she looks like a dude and is like really manly, but she's a woman or like, you know, she doesn't have all the hygiene and style stuff down for herself, that could work against you. But 
you know, these girls objectively weren't like nines and tens. They were just cute girls that I knew, right? So one is if you are with a girl and you want to friend zone her and put like put yourself in the friend zone even is literally like talk about other girls around her, right? Because now it's not you and her, it's you and other girls around her, right? Just a subtle way that she'll get the hint, right? Uh, step two is constantly talk about awesome stuff that you have going on in your life or upcoming things that you're excited about. For example, going to this fight tonight. Um, and let's see. Yeah, and then like invite those to them as like a part of your social circle and not like as a date thing. And if you've already done that and you've been talking about like other girls around her, she'll get the hint. And now like rather than I'm putting you in the friend zone so we can't see each other. Now you're like, you're, we're friends and I like hanging out with you kind of thing, you know? So that's, that's a good thing. it's a good thing. If you're doing this strategically, it's not a good thing if this is actually a girl that you want to have sex with okay. because like you're not going to fuck this girl. Right, right, right. So you're doing it to build your social circle with women. With women. You're trading in your wingman. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Cause you eventually you want to get it to a point of, these girls are going out and meeting women with you. Right. Um, so that's, this is, this is how I slowly indoctrinate them into that type of relationship with me. So um, not, I'm gonna talk about other girls around them. I'm gonna talk about awesome stuff I have going on. I'm gonna get them to want to go. And then I'll be like, yo, you should totally come. Like, and then I'm gonna act like I'm bringing other guys. Because now if I'm bringing other guys that I'm friends with and she's, and I'm inviting her, now it's not me and her on a date. Cause in the back of her mind, she might still have doubts. She might still think that you want to fuck her. If I let her know that other guys are coming, other girls are even coming, you should come too. It'll be fun. She'll be more down for that, right? Especially if you're already kind of under, like if you're not trying to fuck her actively. I just invite her to my divorce group. That kills everything. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, and then this is like, this is the dagger to her heart where she's gonna realize that she can't have you even if she wanted you on a subconscious level is like subtly imply that you see her as, and these are the three daggers, either a friend, a sister, or a homie, right? Just subtly, you don't, you don't tell her, yo, Patricia, you're my friend. I mean, you could do that, but it's, it's subtle. You gotta, you gotta be subtle about it. Maybe like an offhand comment in a conversation or there's a third party here and you're talking about how awesome of a friend she is and she can hear you saying that this is that's when you like solidify yourself that you guys are friends you're not gonna fuck her and I know this is counterintuitive we're talking about getting girls but I'm telling you if you if you're willing to essentially sacrifice the lamb right not fuck this girl you're gonna get a lot more girls like I said I was getting laid at least twice as much as frequently with less effort when I had wing women instead of wing men all right but you said let her know that she's a what was you friend friend sister or homie Right, so you can say something like, hey, you're such a good friend, thank you. Or, yeah. Hey, friend, how's it going? I've had girls do that to me. Exactly, that's how girls friend zone you. It's the dagger to the heart, man. Um, yeah, or like saying, you're like my dorky little sister, like, or like, some girls will even think that's kind of flirty, but like actually implying that you see her as a sister. So okay. that's how I'd use that's that. That's what I was trying to do, like when we were talking last time on that call, I was trying to do with that girl. Yeah? Because... But it's different because you actually wanted to fuck her. I mean, I would have fucked her, but I, it was like, I was trying to tell you, like, I was willing to sacrifice that <laughs> because I knew that it would be a much greater return on my investment. 
True, but it was also a different situation because you were already making out with her hot and heavy. Yeah, but I mean, can you not? Well, if you tell her she's like your little sister, then you have to tell her that you yeah, want your sister. Yeah, I told her. I mean, and at the end of the night, I mean, I had, I was like, all right, we're, we're not going to do this. So, like, I was the one that actually ended it. I think, I think the thing with all this, and even Rob was talking about it earlier, is you have to set the frame early. So in her head, it wouldn't work for her, and it might even work against you, because if the frame is you guys are about to fuck, and she's into that, and she's bought into that frame, and then all of a sudden you try to switch frames on her, now it's confusing and now like she might not want to see you again or she's going to be more attracted to you for the reasons that Rob was saying. She's going to be confused now. She's going to be like, what does this mean, right? The frame wasn't set early. So you got to set these frames early. I wasn't trying to fuck these girls when I first met them, you know? Uh, and then the last one, like I said, is slowly indoctrinate your, them into your circle just like we talked about before. All right, now, so that's step four. You said somebody that you're not fucking, why can't you do like a friend with benefits? Like I've got a girl who become really good friends. Yeah. Every once in a while we'll mess around for fun and stuff like that, but we really do, and she's often yeah. to be my new woman. She's never taken her up on it, so then I have to talk to a woman, but. Yeah, um, so the friends with benefits thing, here's my opinion on that. Um, and I, I'm maybe like, I'm not Jesus. I'm not like the end all be all. But my experience with my friends with benefits is it starts off sexual and it goes, it comes to a place where like that fork in the road, like, do I want to date this person or not? And then you go, well, I actually like this person's company, but I don't want to be in a relationship with them. I actually enjoy my freedom. That's how the friends with benefits thing starts. Right. Um, but it's never starting from a place of we're friends and we don't fuck. And now we're just going to fuck because we're both bored. Right. So I guess my question is, is the friends with benefits cool to take as a win moment as well yeah. or no? Um, yeah, I, I would say no, because they're probably going to get jealous. Because they're already attracted to you, they just don't want to date you. But, you know, that... If, right, and the first one isn't, though? Sorry. What's up? But the first one, though, like I said, the one that you're attracted and you're saying, hey, friend, you put them in that before you get down, you're setting the frame early, which is what you said. Yeah. But what, if that person thinks you're attractive, uh, wouldn't, what, wouldn't they also... I mean, all women think I'm attractive. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I to answer your question, I genuinely believe that those three girls were attracted to me, but they the frame was set, and I they were in my friend zone, um, and they accepted it. Now that doesn't mean they're not going to flirt with me from time to time, and that helps me out with my social proof. But I'm still not going to fuck them, and they know I'm not going to fuck them because they're my friend, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought of a random story. This is a side tangent. I was like really thrown for a curveball by one girl a few like a month ago. I told you guys, I always get on tangents because this stuff happens to me. So there's a girl who I met out in, where, I think I met her in Dakota, where we're going to go either tonight or tomorrow. And Dakota is, is an awesome place. Like I said, everybody goes from Kelly's to, to Goda. If you imagine the, the club from Crazy Stupid Love where it's kind of like a chill lounge and everybody's attractive, that's Dakota. Um, and uh, I met this girl like over a year ago. This is when I realized that the questions game is a crutch because I ran the questions game on her and she was not down and she could tell the lack of congruence, but she was still attracted to me because there was enough congruence, but there was still something off. So we followed each other on social media and all that. And then she found out I was teaching dating advice 
originally got mad about it, but then she followed all my Instagram, my YouTube, my Facebook, and liked every post. If you go back and find the girl that's liking my posts, it's her. And she was liking my posts about dating advice, giving pickup advice. And then eventually, like, I was like trying to get her out via uh, social media DMs, and she messages me back. She's flirting with me, but she won't meet up with me. And she goes, you know what, like, I'm in a point where I just want, I just need a friend. I don't need any guys. Like I'm kind of fed up with guys or whatever. And so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like totally fine, right? I don't expect anything from this girl. She doesn't owe me anything. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's be friends. So I would still invite her out to like do things with my social circle now. She would never come. But then one time I ran into her at Dakota. This is about probably five months ago now. Ran into her at Dakota. She saw me making out with another girl and she comes up and taps me on the shoulder and says like gets my attention as i'm like making out with this other girl and so i said hi and then she walks off in the into the distance i text her i was like why'd you leave right so she texts me she's like i'm at pizza come find me pizza is like right next to dakota so i go to her literally i walk up she sees me she grabs my hand takes me outside shoves me against the wall and starts making out with me and i'm like wait I thought you wanted to be friends. Uh, so I think that just goes to show like the social proof aspect, but it's also just a random tangent and I thought it was a funny story. So <laughs> anyways, but it, it like it fucks with my head. So I think a lot of these frames, going back to your thing, is if you keep trying to change the frame, it confuses the fuck out of people. Like, yeah, as a guy, I like to have sex and originally I did, but then we set the frame of we were friends and it fucked me up, like it fucked with my head. So. Set these friends early and don't change your mind about it. Commit to it. Okay.